it is a nightmare to actually implement a cram down policy. And you can see that there's some disagreement as to where it should happen. Should it happen in the courts? Or should it be mandated? So how do you mandate it? Who actually is, owns the mortgage? Who's the servicer? It's, it's extremely uh, difficult to, to actually have a, a cram down policy. There, there have been policies that have been implemented and with very limited success, very small number of loans have been crammed down. And when I say limited success, I mean you cram it down and then the loan goes into uh, default again. Uh, so uh, in bankruptcy, we call that chapter 22. Okay, so, you know, and I'm sure there's going to be another round of uh, policies designed to this, and I guess we'll get chapter 33, uh, and, and it just continues. I think it's very uh, difficult uh, to implement. There's some other policies that I think are um, more straightforward to implement that would have a similar effect, um, and one of those policies was advocated by... Um, one of the economists at uh, Jeffries, uh, his name is Zervos, um, and that policy would be to, with the stroke of the pen, do a refi of basically all uh, mortgages. Put everything to, um, to a floating rate, 100 basis points above whatever benchmark, and then it would be capped at the current fixed rate. So, so the problem is a lot of people have got these mortgages that are 8% mortgages. They would love to refi into four and a half, but they can't. There's no way they can because their uh, credit is destroyed or the house is uh, worth less than the mortgage. So something like that uh, could work, um, but, but again, this is very costly. And, and, and as I said uh, you know, earlier on, how much more money are we prepared um, to throw at the housing sector? This, this is a huge um, subsidy that we're getting. Yep. So, you know, there's some people that, uh, I hate to say it, you know, uh, you feel, feel sorry for anybody who's being for, foreclosed, but you buy a house well beyond your means, it's an investment, it's not a sure thing. And why should we bail them out? Uh, that same argument goes for the banks. Right? They took excessive risk. Why should we bail them out? It, it basically goes against the, the basic idea of uh, risk and return, one of the fundamental things in finance. Right? So you take some risk, risk is two-sided. Right? So if it turns out well, then you get the high return. And if it doesn't, you don't. But we're in this mode where if it turns out well, you get the high return. If it doesn't turn out well, then the government will step in and make things whole. So I think that uh, anything like a, uh, a crammed, uh, like a larger cram down policy would be kind of an administrative nightmare. Um, something like a kind of a targeted uh, refi would be way cheaper to do, administratively very easy to do. Uh, it would also be a burden that would be shared not just um, by the government and uh, Americans, but by financial institutions. But then again, uh, we're in a situation where we've got a thousand financial institutions out of our 7,000. That's another topic. Why do we have 7,000 banks? Why do we need 7,000 banks? So, you know, are you going to substantially um, further weaken those institutions? So, so I think the real the real issue is, uh, I think, 
how much more are we going to do for the housing sector? Uh, thank Good you. question.